to allay their doubts on the day of his glorious resurrection to new life, the Lord says to the apostles, Feel me and see, because a ghost does not have flesh and bones as you can see I have. And he showed them his hands and his feet. He ate in front of them, and he interpreted the scriptures for them and told them that they are witnesses. And then they went out and preached that Jesus Christ is alive. He died once and he will never die again. He is God. He is the Messiah. They gave testimony since they are witnesses. And with these words, what we have seen and heard, what we have seen with our eyes and our hands have touched. I'd like to, for catechism class, I'd like to go around the class and during this time of year, Paschal Tide, while Jesus is risen from the dead, he's not a ghost. I like to have the children touch touch the hand. I would tell you to touch your neighbor's hand, but during this time, the Chinese flu, we don't want to touch hands. They say the touching of the hand is, is, is more, more important not to touch the hand than it is to wear the mask, they say, because the germs are on the hands. But, so, so it wouldn't be appropriate. I mean, if you're the same household, you could do it. You know. That's how he was. That's how Christ is after he died. You could feel his bones and his flesh. He's living, alive. Forty days he was on the earth. Just celebrated Easter two Sundays ago. It's Easter for five, for seven Sundays, it, it, which is Pentecost Sunday, the seventh Sunday. Fifty days, seven times seven, forty-nine plus the last day, Pentecost. That's where we get the word Pentecost. Pentakosi in Greek is fifty. You can't forget it. And the Ascension Day. So the Lord was on with his flesh on the earth how many days? Forty days until his glorious ascension into heaven. Tell everyone. Most of the young people, even the ones in catechism, have no idea. Most Catholics have no idea. You probably had no idea until I just told you. Perhaps. I bet you half of you didn't know that. That Jesus was on the earth with his living flesh forty days. And then he went up to heaven, his glorious ascension, the second mystery of the glorious mysteries of the Most Holy Rosary, which the church recommends that you pray every day the Holy Rosary to, to live the life of Christ anew in this paraliturgical devotion. So these men go out. That's why they go out excited. They thought he was dead. They were upset. They saw him. And then they saw him again, and then they saw him again, and then they saw him again, Sunday after Sunday. And then they saw him going to heaven on the 40th day. And the angels said, why are you looking up into heaven? Don't you know that the Lord is returning to where he said he would, he would go from where he came? 
as he said he would. They corporally handled the Lord in his glorious resurrected body. So they believed in him. These witnesses. He solidified their faith in him, in his unbreakable unity with the Father. Showing that the love of God is stronger than death. Death does not have the last word. Mercy does. The eternal instinct of the human person is forever affirmed. It is satisfied. It is accomplished in Jesus Christ. Every every man instinctively wants to be happy forever. And Christ, the Messiah, the King from heaven, rising from the dead, he realizes happiness forever. Man is forever in heaven in the person of Jesus Christ, in the flesh. He's forever a man, the Son of God. The boundless, perfect love of God is manifested in the life, the death, and the resurrection of Christ who lives on. They are witnesses, and we also are witnesses. This is our Christian heritage, it is our boast the real, bodily, physical, human life of the Son of God who is forever alive and an essential part of the most blessed Trinity. Man and God are forever one. You yourselves are witnesses to these things, the Lord says, and I send forth upon you the promise of my Father. The apostles are then sent out to the whole world And the popes, the bishops, the priests, the faithful lay Catholics, the saints, with our our witnesses of this. We are the fulfillment of these words of Christ. You are witnesses with the power of the Holy Spirit, enabling every successive generation to experience the the risen Christ until the end of time. Through the hands of his ordained ministers, the Lord, in the unbroken apostolic succession, comes to every man of every age in the ministry of the church to be seen and heard and touched, especially by the sacred mysteries, especially in his body and his blood. This is my flesh. This is the chalice of my blood for the forgiveness of sins. Take and eat. They hand down, the ministers of the church hand down what they have received. And what have they received? They received the flesh and blood of Jesus Christ who is in heaven. So if anyone should ask you, where is Jesus Christ right now? You say, spiritually, he's everywhere because God is everywhere spiritually present by his creative act. He made all things and holds everything in existence. But in his body, he's in heaven, and he's in the Catholic tabernacle, nowhere else. The flesh of God is here. We are witnesses of these things. They were witnesses. These men who touched him, they were witnesses of, of, they were first-hand witnesses we are, we are witnesses 
that what Christ said, that the forgiveness of sins would be preached to all nations, we are witnesses of the, the, the establishment of the church for 2,000 years. So we're witnesses of their testimony and of the testimony of all their successors to our present day, even in our own families, even in our own parish. This permanent, and this is what we call the tradition of the church. The tradition is the continual witnessing to Christ who is alive. It's the witness to the Messiah. Christ is the Greek word for the Hebrew word Messiah, the anointed king from heaven. This permanent actualization of the active presence of the Lord Jesus in his people, realized by the Holy Spirit and expressed in the church through the apostolic ministry and fraternal communion, holy communion, is what is understood by the term tradition in the theological sense. Tradition with a capital T. It is not the mere material transmission of what was given at the beginning to the apostles. It is that. But it is above all the efficacious presence of the Lord Jesus, crucified and risen, which accompanies and guides in the Spirit the community gathered by Him. Jesus Christ Himself is here. That's the tradition. We receive Him through the ministry of the church as He enjoined the church to dispense the sacred mysteries of His body and blood. Tradition is the communion of the faith. Here's a quote from Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI at one of his Wednesday audiences. He says, Tradition is the communion of the faithful with the Lord gathered in union with around their legitimate pastors. Giving testimony that Jesus is alive in his church, giving witness. This is the proof that the Lord is alive, that the faith is alive on the earth, that we have the Mass, that we have adoration, that we have priests, that we have popes, that we have churches, that we have Catholic schools, Catholic education, and good Catholic families, and Catholic health care, and service to the poor, Catholic soup kitchens, we are witnesses of these things for the glory of God. Jesus Christ is not dead. He is alive. He is the hope of the world. Death has, does not have the last word. Mercy does. We can say that tradition is not the transmission of things. Again, Pope Benedict, Pope Emeritus Benedict. We can say that, oh, and by the way, his birthday was last Friday. Well, that's why I'm, I'm also thinking of him. He's turned 94. He was born in 27. 94, last Friday. Or Emeritus Pope. Who, you remember, he was in, he was in Washington for his birthday one, one year. Was it 90, uh, uh, 2008? If I'm not mistaken. 2008, yes. April 16th. He was at the White House with the president. And then he came to New York one of the days following and he was at St. Patrick's Cathedral, and I saw him at Yankee Stadium with thousands of others. And we said Mass there with him, distributed, distributed communion. 
He said, Tradition, we can say that tradition is not the transmission of things or words, a collection of dead things. It's not like a museum. The church is not a museum. Tradition is the living river that unites us to the origins, the living river in which the origins are always present, the great river that leads us to the port of eternity. And he he uses the word river deliberately because it's the living water. It's, It's the source of life and health, the sacraments, the flow of the blood of Christ that washes the world and makes us holy through the sacraments, through the ministry ministry of the church. Here, by this relationship, in the church, only here is where we join the apostles and touch the flesh and bones. We feel and see the Lord himself throughout history and in eternity, and we become his witnesses through the ministry of his church for the men of our age, the church, the body of Christ, alive throughout history, worships and receives the real and living body of Christ and pass you you and I too and pass him on to every age.